This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. Now, spreading freedom across the nation, this is The Buck Sexton Show. It is The Buck Sexton Show. Welcome to it. This is Jeff Fisher sitting in for Buck. We have uh, we've commenced a search party trying to find him. We don't know where the heck he is. I hope we find him. I don't want to send out an Amber Alert yet because, uh, you know, you never know. I went to an Amber Alert school once in uh, South Carolina. This is absolutely, I spent, a, I spent a, a full day in South Carolina, the University of South Carolina, learning about Amber Alerts and what constitutes an Amber Alert, and this does not. I'll tell you right now, uh, Buck Sexton Missing does not constitute an Amber Alert yet. It could. You know, you never know. Once we get some new information coming in, you never know. But right now, it doesn't, okay? Um Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, uh, Instagram at JeffyMRA, and uh, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today on the Blaze Radio Network. Chris Alcedo coming up uh, right after this broadcast. And then a uh, little Pat and Stew, Friday afternoon Pat and Stew, uh, another program that uh, you know I'm proud to be a part of. Not really, but I mean, I sit in on along the side and, you know, Pat and Stew, yep, 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 whatever. And then uh, Michael Pelka, live. Uh, another Friday night live on the Blaze Radio Network. And then uh, again tomorrow, hello, got Opelka starting us off at 6 a.m. And then uh, I'll be in at 9. And we're going to listen. I'm going to try to find some more audio from the uh, DNC campaign conference because, uh, man, that's some good stuff coming from uh, Miss What's-Her-Face from Idaho. That's how important she is to me. Sally. I remember who we are. Sally. Okay. But uh, I'm just telling you that uh, I want you to know, Sally, that I'll be thinking of you all day. And when I'm listening to the other audio, I'll be waiting, waiting. My job is to shut other white people down when they want to interrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's your job. Okay. That's your job. So anyway, uh, before we get to, uh, I want to talk a little bit because look, you know what this weekend is, don't you? It's, it's like a missing, missing wide shot weekend of uh, no football. All right, so I mean, I know that there's there's a Pro Bowl going on in Orlando with the Citrus Bowl. I don't know if you ever been to the Citrus Bowl. I have been. Dump. Okay. The last time, in fact, the last time I was at the Citrus Bowl, I was part of the uh, University of South Florida's football team broadcast radio broadcast team and as i'm walking into the citrus bowl this is this is bad juju from the citrus bowl i'm walking into the citrus bowl and i've got my 
French vanilla cappuccino. You know, we're cutting in, going in through the, the media entrance. And some dingleberry runs into me, and I've got my USF white shirt on, you know, for the broadcasting. And it's got French vanilla cappuccino from 7-Eleven all over the front of it. Oh, man. I hate the Citrus Bowl. It just brings back bad memories. Brings back bad memories of French vanilla cappuccino from 7-Eleven spilled all over my white shirt. (laughs) Could have cried. Could have cried. But before we get into that, uh, Connor from North Carolina, you are... On the Buck Sexton Show with Jeff Fisher. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, Jeff? Oh, so good. I mean, it gets better every single day. Can't complain, right? Right. Because, well, I mean, I could and I do, but it doesn't do much good. (laughs) I'm thinking that uh, Sally ought to show her leadership qualities by standing up and announcing her own prejudices against minorities. I believe that she she claims that she has. Uh, When you listen to the whole, her whole little, uh, little, thing i believe that she has I mean, she claims that she has she is uh absolutely out of control of course i mean she's a crazy racist nut job and should be shut down but then again i'm a whoa, white guy whoa just... whoa whoa <laughs> what nah. you want sally to shut up because no no sally is my job is to shut other white people down when they want to interrupt got it connor got it uh, yeah i'm sorry i'll shut up I know, I'm playing it. You keep telling me in my ear that it's up. Hold on, Connor. I'm going to put you on hold for just a second, okay? We're going to talk a little inside radio for just a moment, all right? I just played it two times. You keep telling me in my ear it's up. I have played it. I have heard it in my headphones two times. Are you telling me that that is not going to air? You're telling me that that's not going to air, right? Well, it's not going to air. No, Connor, hold on. I told you to hold on, Connor. Oh, I'm, yeah. ta- I, I'm talking inside baseball right now because now I'm. he keeps telling me it's up. I've played it. I know it's up. Because, see, I have a 30-second, almost a 37-second cut from, from Sally. And, and the, the whole thing is like three or four minutes, and it's agonizing, first of all. But then there's a short clip of her saying, My job is to shut other white people down when they want to interrupt. Now, I played it once. That's the third time I played it. The first time I played it, I played it, and then I hear in my ear, it's up. I I know it's up. I played it. And then I played it again, and I hear in my ear, it's up. I know it's up. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) I played. Okay, go ahead, Connor. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm enjoying this. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Connor. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, since she claims believe what she believes she should have no problem admitting to her own obvious prejudices but right since, and I, I don't think she does white people, we should just yeah i don't know her this. obvious altruism so yeah no i don't think she does actually i believe that she is nah. full-fledged out uh all she's the racist and uh you need to be the racist and that's why she wants the job i mean that's why she tells people my that, job is to shut other white people down when they want to interrupt if i hear it's up in my ear i'm going to throw my headphones against the glass but connor she says that and I mean, she means it. She means it. That, I mean, she's looking for the job. That's why I'm fascinated. I'm going to go and try to fi- listen to the. And I'm sure. I'm sure there's many, many agonizing things said at this DNC conference where they're they're all wanting to be the the hold the chairperson. So there's going to be some good stuff coming out of that. Oh, of course. Great comedy <laughs> I'm going to have to find somebody maybe to sit through it because I don't know if I can take it, but I'll try. And so, uh, you know, well. I know, I know. Thanks, Connor. I appreciate it. 
And uh, right, no problem. My job is to shut other white people down when they want to interrupt. It's up. I know. Okay, I'm going to take a breath. I'm sorry. Got a little carried away. I apologize. I appreciate you doing your job. Thank you so much. I hope that was on the air because you're right. I don't. (laughs) All right. You can't be? You can't be on the air? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Expect When you talk to me like that, I want you on the air. Absolutely. I don't want you in my ear going, no, you don't. Say it. Say it like you mean it. Okay. Welcome to the broadcast. Jeff Fisher in for Buck Sexton. 888-900-3393. That's the number that Connor used when he wanted to call in. You can use it if you'd like to. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA and Instagram at JeffyMRA. Now let's go back to football. All right, I love college football, and the NFL is, uh, you know, okay. Uh, you know, I like I like NFL. I, I, you know, I'm a fan of football. You know, my son played in the NFL. I got all this stuff. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. But this is the last weekend. We got the Pro Bowl and the god-awful Citrus Bowl. Ugh. And that's going to be, those guys are over there doing nothing. They don't want to get hurt. They're just playing. And some, you know, they don't, for sure. If I was uh, looking at a new contract for three or four million dollars, I uh, want to play in the Pro Bowl? No. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll drive by and wave. I'm not going to be out there running around. No, thank you. Until the ink is dry on that contract. So we have to wait another week for the Super Bowl. And we got the Super Bowl. And I, you know, I'm one of the ones that actually I do look forward to the entire broadcast of the Super Bowl. It's uh, it's fun. Uh, the NFL is actually, uh, I don't know how many commercials we're going to get to see uh, during the Super Bowl. I mean, during the year, it went up to almost 70 commercials a game. And that seems excessive, except, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a live broadcast. Right, so most of us are, you know, most of us watch things on demand now, and uh, or uh, watch things on demand. They don't even have commercials, let alone watch things when we want uh, DVR'd and you know fast forward through the commercials. And if you watch them on demand from the networks, I mean, they make you sit through some of their promos and commercials while you're watching the show, but not seventy. So when it's a live broadcast and they've got a you know, they've got an audience uh, sitting right in front of them. I mean, why not try to squeeze it in? No question. Now, $5 million. Think of that. $5 million for 30 seconds of airtime. That's some cash. Fox is going to make a little bit of cash on the Super Bowl. Okay. On top of which, I mean, you've got uh, some uh, commercials that are going to do a live commercial this year, the first live Super Bowl ad this year for Snickers. Uh, That should be fun. That'll be fun to watch. And, you know, it'll be so scripted that it will almost not seem live. So you want something bad to happen. You know, I mean, maybe not bad. I mean, I would just like something out of the ordinary to happen because it's live. You know, I'd like maybe the guy to trip. And have to improvise a little bit while he's eating his Snickers bar. Something. Something that wasn't practiced so that you know that it's live. Not just so boxed in and choreographed that it's live because you say it's live, but it doesn't really appear to be live. That's just me, though. 
it's just me. But anyway, Snickers, look for that, the live commercial. And I, I'm not sure if they're going to do, I think they're probably just going to do one live and then replay the same one, or they may just do one live and, um, you know, have the have the others uh, just recorded. I, I'm not sure. Good, good for them. Good for them. That's fine. Uh, good luck. Uh, and then you have uh, the good thing from Kraft, uh, Heinz, which, look, I'm a huge fan of Heinz ketchup. Uh, I've always wanted to be a Heinz ketchup police officer in my life. I've always wanted to be a Heinz ketchup police officer, have the Heinz badge, because there are many uh, there are many restaurants around America that uh, put fake ketchup that's not Heinz in Heinz bottles because they know people prefer Heinz. And if I was a Heinz ketchup police officer, I would bust those restaurants and put them, shut them down for trying to lie to people that they're using Heinz ketchup, but they're not. They're just using that fake canned stuff. <laughs> My God, that is so wrong. <laughs> tell me that wouldn't be fun. Excuse me, uh, Heinz Ketchup police officer. I need to see your manager. Come on now. I always wanted to do that. But they have decided, which is very, I mean, good for them. Good for them. And it doesn't have anything to do with Heinz Ketchup. It doesn't have anything to do with Teresa Heinz Carey anymore. It doesn't have anything to do with John Carey anymore. It doesn't have to do with her husband anymore because uh, Warren, fat piece of crap, Buffett, Bought it. Berkshire Hathaway bought it, you know, a while ago. So it's all, you know, you can hate it for that. Okay. But it's still Heinz ketchup and it's still going to be Heinz ketchup and it's still, that's it. It's the best in the world and live with it. I mean, people try to, they try to snag you with other stuff. Do you have Heinz ketchup? I mean, I, it's almost where I would go into a restaurant and they don't have Heinz. I, I, I may walk out. My kids have seen me do it. I, I mean, I, when I'm, when I want uh, French fries I don't want to dip it into canned ketchup from Bill's, okay? I want to dip it into Heinz ketchup, preferably chilled, but I'll take it as it sits on the table, uh, you know, room temperature, because most of the places are air-conditioned, so it's a little chilled. Uh, but I'm not taking the canned canned ketchup from Bill's. And I, uh, my kids are actually... <laughs> We've sat down a couple places, and my kids are like, are we leaving? Are we getting up and leaving? I'm like, why? Look at the ketchup on the table, Dad. And it's not Heinz, and my wife is like, we're not leaving. We're not leaving. We're staying right here. You can just suffer through it. Uh, who's in charge around here? We stayed at the restaurant. So anyway, the uh, Kraft Heinz people are giving their salaried U.S. employees the day off Instead of spending money on a Super Bowl commercial. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Right? I mean, I mean I'd mean, i rather have them producing Heinz ketchup, uh, you know, on the job. But, you know, okay, we'll give them a day off. I'm sure America has enough Heinz ketchup backlogged that they're going to make it through a one day of less production. And it's the salaried employees, right? So the guy working down there sweeping the floors and making the ketchup hourly, he's still working. Those bastards up there are off, not me. So, I mean, that's what's happening at Heinz. And then uh, we have the uh, Tostitos. You'll see the big ad for Tostitos with their I'm drunk. You can breathe on the bag of Tostitos, and then it'll give you a number to call Uber. We gives you the $10 coupon for Uber. I'm sure I understand that. I really, I'm not, I'm not real sure I understand that. And, then, of course, you'll have all the usual suspects, right? You've got all the usual suspects for commercials. Um Hyundai, Honda, GoDaddy, 
you know, GNC, Febreze. The Febreze ads have become, you know, part of the deal. Bush beer, Bud Light. Then what else? Oh, avocados from Mexico. Ooh. I wonder if avocados from Mexico pulls out. Or they just revised their ad. Avocados from Mexico. Soon to be a million dollars in avocado, thanks to Donald Trump. We're not going to send avocados because of our trade war. Bummer. You mean I won't have to suffer through guacamole? Oh, no. I don't know what I'll do. And then Audi. And, you know, the usual usual suspects for the commercials. One thing I did find find really fascinating is that Lady Gaga doing halftime, right? And I've been to you know I've been to a Super Bowl and I know how how it works and you know the star the you know the big group comes out and it lights up halftime. It's really cool. It's an extended halftime and everybody loves watching it on TV, right? It's a big deal. And they're getting five million bucks for thirty seconds of commercial time, right? Lady Gaga gets nothing. She does it for free. She's doing it for free. These groups perform at the Super Bowl. The NFL has got them talked into doing it for free. They make it seem like it's a big deal. We love you. It's one of the biggest things in the world. We're not paying you. You're doing it for free. Now, it's been proven. Uh, you know, Many of the artists have proven that their performance at the Super Bowl has you know, increased sales, increased, uh, increased market shares, uh, so it works. It works. But yeah, I think if I'm a, I, think, I don't know, that's tough. That's tough for, you know, someone like, you know, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry. Oh, sure. We'll put out this million dollar performance for free. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Dispensing the truth. This is Buck Sexton. On the Blaze Radio Network. Well, no, it's not. Uh, It's Jeff Fisher in for Buck Sexton on the Blaze Radio Network, and this is absolutely the home of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, asexuals across America. Thanks for being with us. So Mary Tyler Moore died the other day, passed away. We lost her. If you hadn't heard, let me break it to you easy. Mary Tyler Moore is sick. Now she's dead. Uh, and today, Mike Connors, 91, dies. You remember Mike Connors, star of Mannix, tonight's episode. Mannix. Now, Mike Connors was a star, you know, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> if you would have said, hey, Jeff, Mike Connors, I would have said dead. But he was still alive. Not anymore, though. He died at 91. So we had Barry Tyler Moore, and we had Mike Connors. Who's going to be number three? Right, they're coming threes. 
That's what they say. That's what they say. So, man, if you're a star that's been around for a number of years and you're getting up today and you read Mike Connors died and then you realize, oh, my gosh, Mary Tyler Moore died the other day. I could be number three. So drink your tea. Stop smoking right now if you if you or or smoke them or fire them up if you got them. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You've smoked long enough now. You're already 95. Go ahead and smoke. And then just remember that uh, you're listening to the Buck Sexton Show with Jeff Fisher hosting today. And that's one reason that we are the home of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex, and asexual people. The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. That it is. I'm reminding on, uh, reminded on Twitter, uh, at JeffyMRA, that uh, the LGBTQIA is on its way out. Uh, is now GSM is in. A gender sexual minority. So that's, I mean, I'm okay with GSM. It's a lot, a lot easier to spit out than LGBTQIA. Although, I mean, maybe it isn't. LGBTQIA or GSM? That GSM. GSM. That's more fun to say LGBTQIA rather than GSM, but easier and more recognizable. And it could be a better logo, which is GSM on the t shirt. Gender sexual minority. I am a car manufacturer. I am a car manufacturer. Definitely. You could drive an LGBTQIA today. All new GSM power. I mean, it's, it's agonizing. So we were talking a little bit of uh, the Super Bowl and football, and uh, one of the guys that uh, is in the Super Bowl is Tom Brady, the Patriots. His manager, starting a whole new football league. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I want to uh, – I wouldn't mind being a part of it. Uh, it's not going to be up against the NFL. It'll be going after college players who aren't ed- eligible to play in the NFL and uh, don't want to have a college career. You know, if you go to college, and part of the deal, even if you don't go to college, you have to, I think it's freshman, sophomore, junior, three three years of college before you can go into the NFL. So some guys only have two because they redshirt that first year. Uh, if you redshirt, that means that you're on the team, but you're not playing. Counts as a year. But it doesn't count as eligibility, so you still have four more years of eligibility in the NCAA. And then if you get injured and you can apply to the NCAA, you can get a fifth year. That's what my son did, actually. So he had <laughs> he's agonizing. He was eight, played, was in, played college football for 18 years. I didn't think he was ever going to leave. Anyway, uh, they, so what he's doing is he's taking players that aren't going to be playing in college. And are coming, you know, right out of high school or, you know, wait a year or so or whatever. But they're not playing in uh, 
in college, and they're going to have teams. So it's going to be based in Southern California. It's going to launch summer of 2018. Four teams, Southern California. Each of those four teams would play eight games on Sundays through July and August. The teams would also have roughly about 50 players on their roster. According to the league, players are going to make an average salary of about $50,000 a year. And they'd be able to train and practice year-round, which players can't do in college due to NCAA rules that limit practice time. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, uh, there may be uh, NCAA rules that say they limit practice time. Uh, yes, I would. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of out of turn, out of school. But I'm just telling you that players often decide on their own to practice with absolutely no assistance from the coaches. And absolutely nothing said by the coaches like you will practice or I'll have your hide. Nothing like that would ever been said, ever. They decide, you know what, I want to be better. And so other players are practicing. I'm going to practice with them. And actually, that's almost true. Um, you can't prove anything other than that. But come on now. I got it. I got it. So Pack Pro Football. Be paid as professionals, treated as professionals, and trained as professionals. And uh, Yi also said in his statement, that's the manager, uh, our players would be taught how to better their craft and how to understand and execute their responsibilities as professionals. Professional football is a different game than amateur football, and Pac Pro players will learn and practice those techniques. Better trained players will lead to a better product and thus higher quality football players. Uh, I love it. I love it. Why not? Why not? I mean, that's kind of what uh, arena football is a little, right? Except these guys are going to be playing regular football. Arena football, I mean, uh, what's going to be good about this is these are going to be actually uh, young guys uh, on their way up. Arena football a lot of times is guys on their way down. I don't want to say if you're playing arena football and you're going, I'm not on the way down. I've only had 18 injuries and I still feel good. Well, okay. You know, you're playing arena football and you're playing for, you know, you, you know, you need the money uh, for some reason, your degree, if you got one, isn't working for you. So you just want to play football. And so you're playing for arena, an arena league football team for dirt. Get the degree. That's part of going to college. That's what they're offering you. You players that are complaining about the universities not paying you get the degree. That's how they pay you. Yes, it is. Then your degree may come in handy at the end. Get one that actually works for you. And they'll do. See, what ticks me off about that, now that I'm on the subject, is that while the university is making a a lot of money off these players, the players are are being paid. The players are being paid in different ways than some may think. They get paid by free schooling. And trust me, the university wants you to succeed. You have to want to fail to not succeed at college football. They have a vested interest in you succeeding. They give you, and I'm not talking about cheating. I'm talking about giving you the tools and the structure to succeed. 
by tutors, by study time, and plus succeeding at life. That you have to want to fail, not not to succeed. So when I see these players crying and going off and they couldn't succeed, it's their fault, not the university's fault. On top of which, when you play in uh, college football, after your first year, because your first year you got to live on campus, after your first year, you can live off campus. And when you live off campus, you get a stipend. They give you money to live off campus because you're not living on campus. They don't have to pay for you on campus. You're living off campus. So what players do is they get a big house and they have three or four or five players live together and they all get their stipend and they pay the rent and they have a nice, beautiful house to live in and, they have a, and, they, and they're playing college football and going to school. Uh, duh. It doesn't sound, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So it really kind of, it's one of those things that kind of rubs me the wrong way when they start talking about getting paid. And I understand, I do. The university's making a lot of money. And, you know, game systems and everything are making a lot of money off these, off these guys. And I understand it. I understand it's frustrating to be able to want to, you know, you want to play, you want to make the money, you're into it. You, 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 most of the time, the players um, aren't thinking aren't thinking that, hey, uh, in the long run, I'm going to need an education and learn, learn to deal with all these situations. They're thinking, I've got to play football and get better so I can go to the next level. Very small percentage goes to the next level. Very small. And if you go to the next level, that might not last very long. So you need to, you know, smarten up a little bit. And I got it. I understand it's frustrating, but that's part of the deal. So when he talks about opening up a, a new league with younger players who are on their way up but don't want to go to college, eh, why not? Why not? As long and he's if he's offering them uh, a way to better their craft and also having uh, people around that are, you know teaching them ways to execute their responsibilities as professionals is the way he put it. Um, why not? Let's do it. And it's not taking away from the NFL. In fact, it is helping the NFL. So uh, this is actually a good move, and it might be a good move to be invested in. Because a few days down the road, the NFL might say, uh, yee, how about we give you about $18 billion for that? Uh, okay. And you walk away with a little... <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but the NFL, uh, they got a little cash. And so, and they might just buy it and throw it away, but you'd make some cash anyways. That's a real good move on his part and something to look forward to because we'd have a little football in the offseason. Right? Right. And for those of us that like, that'd be kind of like, uh, you know, college pro. It'd be fun. It'd be real fun. I'm looking forward to it. And you know what else I'm actually looking forward to? You know, for those of you that listen to the Blaze Radio Network, you know that uh, during the when the show is on, the show Walking Dead, I do a podcast uh, on uh, SoundCloud once a week uh, called Talking Walking Dead, and we started doing a vid video slash podcast of the episodes at the end of of uh, last half season, and uh, we're going to be posting a new uh, mid season break vid podcast uh, up on. Uh, Blaze.com slash radio. You'll know. I'll alert you on my Twitter account, at Jeffy MRA, when the Talking Walking Dead uh, goes up. But I am so pumped for this next season, this next half of the season to start. February 12th starts. I've been watching the, I mean, Walking Dead. AMC.com. 
has been uh, posting new videos of a uh, little sneak peeks of the season, and I am I am ready to go. And for those of you thinking I can't watch it anymore, it's not about the survival of the guys against the the walkers. It's about humans surviving against the humans. Uh huh. The walkers don't even count anymore. Those are like nothing. They just use those like checkers. Uh huh. That's what's. I mean. It's also seeming to get pretty more violence, human on the human. Uh huh. So, uh, February twelfth. Uh, not that I AMC. You don't know anything. We're good. We're clear. I'm, I'm here for you. You know. You know what I want. You know what I want. AMC. Now, how many times I gotta tell you? I just want to be a walker, and I've noticed. I want to be a walker, and I want to be killed on the show, and I've noticed last season. There's been a few fat walkers, so you can't tell me, oh, hey, you're too fat, Jeff. Can't have you for a walker. They've been walkers for a long time. They're not fat. Uh, we've seen fat ones uh, this season, so I'm, uh, I'm ready. The Buck Sexton Show. Discover more at theblaze.com slash radio. The Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. That you are on the Blaze Radio Network, and we are. Uh, well, we've got a little bit of time left on the broadcast yet until uh, the man you just heard on the air, Chris Alcedo, takes over the helm on the Blaze Radio Network. Have we heard about the Dallas, Texas high school teacher? Um, I don't know if she's. They, they were debating on. I bet you she's gone now. She's at least has to be, uh, has to be on on uh, on administrative leave, right? She hadn't been by now. Now she's a uh, Payal Modai, an art teacher at Adamson High School, and that's part of the Dallas Independent School District. Had a projection of Donald Trump, President of the United States, on the wall and on her whiteboard. She had her squirt gun, and she was screaming at the wall uh, at our president. Now, the Instagram account, uh, which she's made private, uh, and forgot to make it uh, private, and uh, the whole kit and caboodle on your Instagram account, and doesn't that always happen? Uh, she, it's fascinating to watch. It's almost like it's, I don't know, it's almost like it's not real. You know, when you hear... When you hear what uh, happens here, and if I could get my mouse to work, just fire that Texas. My mouse isn't working, so just fire the uh, Texas high school teacher. There you go. Die! Die! See, and then she keeps squirting the squirt gun, and she looks back, and then she stops it. One more time. Come on. Die! Right? Come on, and Donald Trump's on the on the wall. I was projected up on the wall, and she's got her squirt gun. First of all, how in the hell did she bring a squirt gun into school? She should be fired immediately for that. But then she puts Donald up on the wall, and it's all for art. Die! Yo, die! Die! And she's squirting the squirt gun at the projection of our president, 
Donald Trump. I mean, I don't know how much trouble you get into with a squirt gun. I mean, maybe you think uh, maybe you're a little crazy. Maybe you're a little, you know, time to get checked out. Maybe the Dallas School Independent School District needs to say, you know what? Why don't you take a little time off and uh, go go take care of yourself because we don't want this to happen again. Die! Because I, I, first of all, I mean, we have to kick her out right off the bat with the squirt gun. That pisses me off. I can't tell you how mad I am about that. <laughs> I can't. A kid gets in trouble by making a pop tart look like a gun, and this teacher is bringing in a squirt gun, screaming at a projection of the president. Yeah, one more time. Let's listen here. Let me turn that thing up, man. I want to hear her yell it. Oh yeah, she's great. Oh, just yell, just, just scream and die at the projection. I mean, take it easy. But you know what? It's all for art. It's all for art. So it's okay. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because it's art. And when it's art, you can get away with bringing a gun into school and projecting the President of the United States up on the wall and doing this. You can't. It's art. Man, is that art or what? I know that, you know, all art looks different in everybody's eyes. Some people see different things in art, but when I see someone with a squirt gun spraying water on a wall of a of the president and then screaming, man, that is art. That screams art to me. And that also is exactly the reason why we are the home of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual people here in America, the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Buck Sexton on the Blaze Radio Network.